Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Ridge Community Church Podcast. My name is John. I'm one of the pastors on staff at the Ridge, and our vision is to bring the hope of Jesus into every home. So as a piece of that, our goal each week is to bring you something that's hopeful and helpful. So subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any hopeful and helpful conversations. Hey, everyone. everyone. Thanks Thanks for listening to this week's podcast episode. I get to share with all of you a conversation that I had with Molly Zare. Molly is a college student who's on staff at the Ridge working with our online campus. And she has a close group of friends that has made it a priority to stay connected during a time that's a little bit more challenging to stay connected with people. So we talk about how they use digital things to stay connected, her perspective as someone in Gen Z, what it's like to be a digital native, and more. So here's my conversation with Molly. Hi, Molly. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So, so I tell you, how long have you been coming to the Ridge? Um, my family and I have been coming to the Ridge for, uh, I think, I want to say about 10 years now. I think, yeah, around, around 10 years, I believe. Wow. So when you, so were you a, were you in elementary or middle school when you first? I was starting the sixth grade when, starting when, sixth first grade. Come, when I first started coming. Yeah. And that was when the Ridge was still at Whitnall too. Wow. Okay. So you're like, you're a, you're a veteran. You've got yes, yes. You've like <laughs> seen all the changes, you know, how things have like, moved mm-hmm, and stuff. Yeah. um, okay. So a random question you've been, you know, there since a sixth grader. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, so 10 years, what, how's your perspective of church just in general, maybe, how has that changed? Um, I think starting off as like when I was a kid, just going to Sunday service, you know, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I got to hang out with my friends and, um, you know, do whatever for like an hour on Sunday. And then that was kind of just it. And so starting middle school and coming here, it was all brand new experience because I didn't know anyone and I'd never been in like a student middle school thing before. And so that was exciting kind of to experience and see what that was like. Cause my parents had definitely talked about like their experiences when they were kids and like student stuff. And so I remember like, I don't think I remember like the first time I was in there, but like the first couple of weeks I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is cool. I, I like what's going on here. And I've like just loved my time with students all throughout middle school and high school. And now being like, a leader in bridge middle school students has been a lot of fun too, because I've had like a lot of influential um, leaders at my time in middle school. And so to hopefully be that for someone else has been, has been really nice. And I just want them to have a good experience. Like I had when, when I was a student. Yeah. You really, you bought, I don't want to say bought in, but you like fully embraced the, like so many different aspects of church, right? So you were going and then you started serving in, in Ridge kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. When we, when I first started coming to the Ridge job, Ridge kids is where I started. So then, um, when you started serving and how long did you serve with the kids? Um, for a while I started and I had to been like, maybe like two or three years, maybe even four and like, like preschool, like toddlers, like two and three year olds, I think. And then my mom and I were on the launch team for Oak Creek and Shelby um, came up to me and asked me, she was like, what are we, what would you think about maybe doing preteen? So that was like third through fifth. And I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. That sounds really fun. And for maybe three years I did 
I did preteen at Oak Creek and that was really awesome too just pouring into those kids because I have cousins who are around that age so it made me think of them and just like have fun with them because my cousins live out of state so to be able to connect with people their age was still like really fun and cool because they're at the age where like you can have like fun legit conversation with them and like yeah. you both did get something out of it as with yeah. 10 year old you don't really get a lot of that yeah <laughs> so that was that like having be, being able to do that for showing up was really fun and then last just a little over a year I started doing students because I was like I think I'm ready for a change and I, I think that this would be really cool to start working with middle schoolers has it been fun to be able to have, like you mentioned, more in-depth conversations, like you mm-hmm, talking back totally. and forth to each other versus just seeing them play? But yeah, because <laughs> like I like I still do, but like the older I've gotten and the more I've served, I think I enjoy working with like older kids now. But when I was younger and like middle school, I was like, oh my gosh, little kids are so cute because you get to play with them and have fun. But yeah, the older I've gotten, the more I've liked hanging out with the older kids and connecting with them. Yeah, it's cool like that, just like a deep, deeper level of connection that kind of forms. Totally. Mm-hmm. So I know that you serve and in, in, in work even at different parts of the Ridge. So what else do you do at the Ridge? Yeah, at the Ridge, I work um, really closely with Tyler in the online studio. I think my title is considered online support. So I work a lot with like making sure that by Sunday, the service is like ready and um, set for people who are tuning in online. So I come into the online studio and I make sure everything is set, like the camera and lights are, and that the slides are all preset, just stuff like that. So that by the time Sunday comes around, everything's like running smoothly and is ready to go. Yeah. So you get to be involved in a lot of like conversations, I'm sure with like different planning and how we think through how we're connecting with people digitally Mm -hmm. is there any part of that that's been I don't know particularly exciting or you like like the most or the ideas that have captivated you or something Um, like that I think maybe just like the creativity that comes that like being someone who's pretty young on staff like I know a lot of things that are happening like online and like technology wise and so being able to be like oh I would you know like my personal experience being a 20 year old, 21 year old, I would prefer blank over blank, like maybe something dealing with social media and like people really like taking that in going, Oh, I've never thought of that. Or that's a great idea. And so being able to input my experiences and opinions with like how I've kind of grown up with technology has been like exciting and like makes me feel good that I'm like contributing in some way with just like my experiences and not even maybe like, what I know or how much I know of something. So that's been, that's been kind of cool to talk about and show people. That's good. I, I'm going to put you on the spot then. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what do you think, like, how do you view those things differently than you think maybe even other staff members or um, yeah. How do you feel um, like you've I think, yeah, just cause like, you know, I've, more than most I mean to an extent grown up with social media so things like Instagram and Snapchat started becoming really big when I was like in middle school and high school and I'm not like a huge huge social media person like I post here and there but I look a lot so I look at a lot of people's posts and like a lot of stuff and so just being like probably more on social media than some other people on staff I think I just you know I I see like popular stuff that's going on or like 
can connect more with stuff because I'm on social media a lot more than say someone else on staff. And so being able to input that and be like, like, for example, I'm, I think one time we were talking something about like live streaming on like a platform on social media, like the Ridge. And I said, you know, I think I would be more um, interested in tuning into an Instagram live stream than a Facebook because people my age are a lot more into Instagram, I would say than Facebook. Like I check Facebook maybe once or twice a day and that's it. And that's fine that other people like use it more, but just like being able to just say stuff like that and give it like a new perspective, I think has been helpful for like everyone. And that's been cool to be able to do that. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome. I think that like, you're right. You have a a unique perspective that Mm -hmm. like only you have like your whole, I mean, imagine your whole, just your whole world has been in tune with like social media and stuff. Yeah. Right. Like the internet has always been a thing for you. Like, can can you try to picture the world without the internet? Like, what do you get? I don't know. And that makes, I think, I think people get, people feel like, oh, great. Like when I'm like, yeah, I've never lived without the internet. And I feel bad that people that like makes people feel old. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody (laughs) listening there now is like, what? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm sorry. I know that that makes you feel old, but that's just how I've grown up. And it's, it's like, to me, that's like really crazy. Like, I'm like, really? I've grown my, like, I almost, I'm like, why? Like, why do I, did I have to live my whole life, like with the internet almost. Cause like, uh, there's just so much stuff, social media that like, almost I'm like, I even need to take a step back and be like, okay, this, there's so much here and I don't need to consume all of it. And sometimes I feel like I do because there's just so much. Is there something that you notice that you're like, okay, maybe I need to take a break. Like, is there like a, like, yeah, I spend too much time on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) I like need to set boundaries for myself. Like I don't have on, like you can do like the screen time for like certain apps. Like I don't have that on because I'm scared to see what I will find with the amount of time I spend on my phone. What makes TikTok so, I'm going to say, call it what it is. Why, why is TikTok so addicting? I don't know. It's just like, it's just like that short attention span thing where you watch like a 20, 25 second video and you're like, oh, that's funny. And then you move on to the next one. And so like that can just, I know for a lot of people just entertain you for a long time because you don't have to really like, even though I love doing this too, it's not like you're like sitting down to watch like a 30 minute TV show or something where like you got to invest your time or a movie where you can just, you know, like on a Monday night or whatever, I can just scroll on TikTok for a couple hours and be satisfied and entertained. And so, you know, I get ready for bed or whatever. And then there's just like, it's just, some of it's really fun. It's just people are really creative. And like, when it comes to that app, like stuff that I see sometimes I'm like, wow, that's like really, really cool. And that person did whatever, or that they're singing and they're really talented or something like that. So there's, there's a lot to it, but I think the most part is just like the short attention span, like addictive, easy to entertain yourself for a while. Yeah. So some, yeah, I guess I just wonder like somebody listening right now and they just like, don't get it. Like they're like, okay, what's the deal with TikTok? (laughs) It's so interesting because I remember uh, like the first time that I downloaded it and I'm like, I was like almost like a joke, like, okay, I'll see right. what TikTok mm-hmm. is, you know? And then like 30 minutes later, you're like, wait, what, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> but I come, I honestly, I completely understand where people are like, I don't get it. I just think it's stupid. Like sometimes I'm like, this is the, this app is so weird. This is so stupid. Why am I wasting my time watching something like this? But then, yeah, you, you like 
you like look at your phone for like five minutes and the next thing you know, you're like, oh my goodness, 45 minutes has passed and I'm still sitting on the couch doing this. So it's, it's, it's interesting because sometimes I'm like, yeah, this is why am I spending my time doing this? This is dumb. And then I'm like, well, I haven't checked TikTok in a while. I'll do that or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, so you mentioned, so you have this idea of like you, you're, we call, I call it a digital native to use a, mm-hmm. a way too complicated phrase. Um, but so you're a digital native, right? Mm-hmm. And do you feel like, do you feel like connecting with people digitally is like a natural thing for you? Or do you feel like it still feels slightly weird? Um, I think, especially over the course of like the last year and a half, two years, it's definitely gotten a bit like easier and more in the norm. Um, Cause like my friends and I, like, you know, a couple, um, we just have like a Snapchat group chat. So that's where we always message each other and they're like, Hey, someone want to hang out this weekend or whatever it is. Or, you know, we just post funny stuff to each other, tell each other what's going on in our weeks. Um, and we've been doing that for a while, even like before everything happened with COVID. But I think, yeah, I think as even more as like technology and stuff is like advancing and growing, it's just going to become, I know for me, probably more of the norm. Because especially even like with school, like I had one class that was in person this semester and last semester, I didn't have any that were in person and it was all online and it was part of it was like really easy and convenient, but another part was like, yeah, I'm missing that face-to-face connection, but at least I had still some connection, even if it was online, it made you feel a bit like normal and like, okay, things are somewhat normal right now, even with everything else that was going on. Yeah. So, so during the, so during like maybe the height of the pandemic where no one was going anywhere, mm-hmm. lockdown was in full force, mm-hmm. how did you stay connected to your friends? We just, I think, I don't know if this was like a weekly thing, but we tried to a couple times a month get online in either like a Zoom or we used Discord a lot, which is kind of like Zoom where you can do the, you can have like group chats in in Discord and like the face-to-face video camera thing. And we would just like play online games. Like my friend had this online game it was like five games in this one set and she was able to share her screen and we were all able to play on our phone these games on our phone and just connect and hang out for a couple hours and so that's what we did every couple times a month and we all like looked forward to it and were able to connect and hang out and that was just like a bit of like normalcy and everything that was going on and that was I was really nice to be able to do that we all like made time to do it even if like one week we couldn't do it, we'd make time like the next week to figure out something that would work for everyone just because that was like a way to connect and hang out every other week yeah um was was the time where you connected over a game was that different than like when you just had a conversation like were those two things like was one more helpful than the other what was that like yeah that was more just like just like that's what we would do you know like on like a Friday night even if we were hanging out in person we would just like goof off and laugh and hang out with each other as opposed to then like someone like I mean we would still talk about like our weeks and what was going on but not so much as if we were like someone was like complaining about like you know like oh I gotta work like super long hours this week or something like that you know where it was just more like this is just like fun hangout time like not gonna worry about 
stuff that's going on. We're just going to connect with each other and just like have fun and not worry about stuff that's going on in our lives. That kind of deal. Yeah. Do you feel like you grew closer to them during that time? Or was it one of those things where, I don't know, I just, I see like three possible scenarios and this may be sure. like way overthinking it, way too <laughs> analytical. Um, but one is like, okay, you kind of kind of have this thing, but you kind of still go grow, kind of grow more and more distant. Two, you're like connecting and it kind of like stays the course or three, like you actually grow closer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Is there one of those three things that happened more than the other? Um, I think, yeah, either. I think, I mean, we may have gone grown like a little closer. I've been friends with them since like middle school. And so like, I like, like, we all know that we're always going to be friends. Like we're always going to connect and make time for each other and be there for each other. And so I think maybe, yeah, like a little, just the fact that we all went through this together at such a like age where like it really affected us a lot, like being kids in college and having to switch to online and stuff like that. So that was something where we could really connect. And like, I think we bonded over and probably grew grew over. But I think, yeah, we were just already really close at like, I guess, yeah, I guess it did maybe bring us a little closer together just because we all were experiencing the same thing you know it's not like one of us was like still in high school or something which I guess would still be similar but we all were in college and like really understood what was going on and like how it was affecting the world and our school and stuff like that so that was something that like we all just got which was really cool and able to be able to just like all understand what we were all what each other was going through like if we were like frustrated about a class or something like that we all just were like yeah that sucks like we all understood it and got it yeah I mean, you mentioned that it, like everybody kind of made it a priority. Is that what it kind of takes? Like, does everyone have to like almost decide like I'm going to carve out time for this? Mm, yeah. Like even now, even not even in like an online sense, like we try to, you know, make time for each other. Like right now, like, you know, the other day we we're talking about like doing a little Christmas to get together with a couple of us that we were talking about whose house it would be at and Someone was like, oh, we can't do mine. So I was like, oh, yeah, mine not, might not be able to work. But then right away, we're like, okay, well, we'll have to figure out something. Like, it was still, like, we were still going to do this. Like, even if, like, you know, someone's ha- we can, someone couldn't host, you know? So stuff like that where we just, like, and that's easier in an online sense, just being, like, you just sit in front of your computer for a couple hours and are able to connect and make time. But we do, we always do try to make time for each other. And if one weekend doesn't work, then we'll go, oh, what about next weekend? And just making sure that yeah we still are able to connect each other whether online or not yeah I mean I love the I just love the idea that you're like okay it's not an option for us to not to hang out (laughs) like we're gonna spend time together you know even if somebody is you know doing something or whatever we're gonna make them hang out with us (laughs) yeah and even if it is like like a wife even if it's been like you know like a month since we haven't hung out we still like let's you know just like hang out at someone's house and play board games for a couple hours on a Friday night or whatever. We still always, every once in a while, I'll be like, Oh, I, we haven't hung out in a while. And I'll text a group and be like, Hey, anyone free within the next few weeks and want to go do something simple, go get grabbed dinner or something. Just so we still are able to connect with one another. Hmm. I imagine that a lot of like those friendships kind of just happened organically from school. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but if somebody's, you know, they're hearing you right now, and they're like, I want those close friendships. Yeah. What, what advice might you get them to like help them find those? I mean, like for me, 
like how I found two of my really close friends in this group is like I had a class with them and I overheard them talking about Harry Potter and so I literally just went up to them I was like are you guys talking about Harry Potter I love Harry Potter and then you know conversations just started so maybe don't like listen in on people's conversations oh <laughs> uh, yeah got it eavesdrop <laughs> Harry right. Potter those yep. are the two ingredients okay that's what you need for a friendship is Harry Potter I'm just perfect um, yeah we're good that's it I think, podcast yeah, over like, <laughs> I, I mean like I, I think I was in seventh grade and I just was like I just went up to I guess don't be afraid to um like make conversations with people because I know for a lot of times even for me it's like hard to do that and like can be like anxious to do something like that but if I didn't you know I mean that I mean I've been if I didn't go up and just ask a simple question of like oh you guys talking about Harry Potter or whatever the question even was like these friendships may not have formed. And so I think it's important to, yeah, just like, you know, someone in your class or, you know, at work or whatever it may be, just like striking up even just a small little conversation. Cause even if like, maybe like a seven year friendship doesn't form out of it, you just have like someone yeah. then at school or work that you can then connect with and just like do the simple small talk every day. Be like, oh, hey, how are you? I'm good, whatever. And someone, you know, that you can like connect and rely on maybe even in, in your life. Yeah, it sounds like a huge part of like how this last year and like through the challenges you've gone through, a huge part of how you've been able to go through them has been those close connections where you even talked about yeah. like, yeah, you're sharing your frustrations, you're sharing your struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it's something that's value. Like I'd highly recommend for someone listening to uh, consider joining a Ridge group um, yeah. or even or even a serving team. You know, I know that yeah, you've probably really. made connections through serving, right? Yeah, I mean both. Like right now, I'm in my my personal personally my first ridge group, and I've only been able to um, go a couple of times because I work on the week um, work on the night that we usually do it. But you know, like this past week, I was able to go, and it was awesome to be able to connect with people, and especially even you know with COVID still kind of going on and stuff still a little iffy, like. Cause like I said, you know, I had one in-person class and that class is actually already finished. So like, I don't have a ton of connection with people still. So to be able to have that, even though I haven't been in a while was really awesome. And every Monday night, you know, I've got connection with my other leaders and even students. And so that's like one of the highlights of my week every week is being able to go hang out with people and connect for a couple hours. And so, yes, so serving on a team has been like a big connection thing for me even the people that you serve with and the people that you serve too I think can be people you can also connect with as well hmm. being a digital native if mm-hmm. someone is like maybe not a digital native they're they're older right. and they have this perspective or this opinion on just the whole digital experience or um all of that is there something mm-hmm. maybe that they don't fully like, understand or might have like a misunderstanding about in terms of your generation or yeah I think I mean like I'm generation Z so I feel like a lot of times like like we were saying earlier is like we've grown up on all this like on like technology and phones and internet and like stuff like that and so I mean this is true for some people and not others but like you know I didn't get a phone until I was like in like sixth or seventh grade and it wasn't like it wasn't an iphone i had like a flip phone kind of deal and so like i personally like i haven't like jumped into technology and like you know the ipads and computers like right away like i yeah. don't know if that was like my parents doing or i also kind of wasn't in that so like a lot of times i feel like with my generation it's like 
oh, you know, like we grew up on iPads and iPhones and whatever. Like I, like, I remember when that first iPhone came out and my parents got, I think I was like seven or eight, which still, I was really young, but like, yeah, I didn't like, I didn't get that phone. Like I didn't get an iPhone when I first got my phone or like, or an iPad when an iPad came out and stuff like that. And so I still, even as a kid was like, watch TV and, you know, played with Legos and other stuff like this, where I wasn't always just like technology was my only source of entertainment as a kid. And even now I still try to like take time away where I'm not doing technology where, you know, I read every night before I go to bed and, you know, sometimes I like mess around and do photography stuff or something like that, where I'm just not constantly always looking at a screen. Cause I feel like that's kind of like a thing with my generation, which is like, we're always like on our phones or whatever. And it's, sometimes it's true, but a lot of times I feel like there's times where, you know, we put stuff away and I hope put stuff away and do stuff that's not like just all on a screen. Cause that's something that I really try to do. Cause I, cause sometimes I'll be done, get done with the day. And I'm like, man, I was like looking at some sort of screen like all day and I don't want to do that. And I don't want that to be what my days are like. It's, I mean, it sounds to me like, I think that everyone's guilty of this, right? In terms of like generalizing, generalized groups of people, generalized generations yeah, and all that stuff. And um, it sounds to me like just your experience has been, you're very comfortable with technology. Mm-hmm. You get it. It's very mm-hmm. intuitive and natural for you. And yep. At the same time, you're like, oh yeah, guess what? I'm totally fine without my screen too. Yeah, totally. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe if somebody has this perspective, yeah, Gen Z, oh, all they you know, the whole doom and gloom, like generational <laughs> gap stuff. Um, yeah. You can use a 29 year old over here. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's barely older than you. Um, there's like the, uh, um, oh yeah, they always need to be on their screen and that's mm-hmm. like a social crutch. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, there may be elements of that, that, you know, every generation has their thing, like, and their natural tendencies that doesn't mean that you don't know how to have conversations and yeah exactly mm-hmm. like that's a thing too is like you don't know how to like talk to maybe like have legit conversations with people or you know like I think a lot of times people also think and obviously this is not everyone but this is just things that I've heard and seen is that like we're not hard workers but you know I know multiple people in my life where my age have multiple jobs like I've got two jobs you know and I I'm still living from home and I'm still saving up money and working and for eventually when I move out or to pay um, my loans and stuff for college. And so a lot of times, yeah, it's like, no, that's not sure. There's some people that are like that, but that's not, that's not all, that's not everyone. And part of my generation, we're not all, we're not all like that. And I think more and more now, honestly, probably because of technology, people are talking about this and being like, like, no, this isn't true about us. And not to like Mm -hmm. pat ourselves on the back, but people are like, no, like we're, we do this and this we're hard workers we're you know like paying off loans or whatever it may be is like now it's like we have more of a voice because of social media too i think yeah it seems like whenever we generalize we just end up misunderstanding mm-hmm. yeah and i'm i'm totally guilty of that too like even if people probably in my own generation i've probably done that before i'll go hold on no i need to take a step back and actually think about this and look at this yeah that's a good reminder well, Molly, thank you so much for sharing. Thanks for sharing about so many different topics, but uh, it was great to have you on the podcast. Great answers. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Well, that was my conversation with Molly. 
I really appreciated her perspective on just the importance of pursuing friendships and finding a way to make time. Because when we make time for people, we really do show how much we value them. Well, thanks again for listening to this week's episode. If you haven't done so yet, make sure to follow or subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss any hopeful or helpful conversations.